Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Night setting is not the answer for surprise billing, it'll only make things worse. Paid for by Dr. Patient Unity. They're on our schedule on Utah's Talk Radio, 105.9 KNRS. Listening, you'll know. Mentioned a couple of names in the uh, monologue of the program today. Nancy Pelosi, Jeff Flake, and Hillary Clinton. Two other names are now surfacing as well. Republican Senator Mitt Romney from the uh, state of Utah, the junior senator from the state of Utah. Big article in the New York Times over the weekend that Romney is a lonely voice of concern when it comes to the uh, impeachment proceedings. Of course, we tried to get Mitt on the show last week. Uh, Never got an answer back from his people, or they said he simply too late. And um, Paul Ryan, uh, name has surfaced. There's a story out today, I believe it's in Vanity Fair, in which uh, there is concern that Paul Ryan, who has been now named to the the former Speaker of the House, who's been named to the uh, uh, Fox News Corporation Board of Directors, is trying to change Fox News. He wants Fox News to distance itself from Donald Trump. Well, there's one thing about Donald Trump, and maybe his uh, uh, the great public service that Donald Trump has done since his time in the White House is expose the media and Republicans who really aren't Republicans. Joining us on our Newsmaker line to talk about this is Fletch Daniels. He is a blogger. Deplorable Touchdown is the name of the blog. He also writes for American Thinker. And he wrote about the fact that Donald Trump is exposing Paul Ryan and Romney Republicans. Fletch, thanks for joining us. Why do you say the president's actions to expose the media and Republicans like Mitt Romney and Paul Ryan is one of his greatest public services? I think one thing that President Trump has really done well is he's caused people uh, to unmask who they really are. I think we've seen that on display with the news media for sure, right? We've seen for years a lot of Republicans, a lot of conservatives knew knew that the media were liberal, but now they've gone so over the top that a lot of people who perhaps didn't realize that before uh, are are fully aware of it now. Uh, I think when it comes to a lot of these Republicans that are really showing their true stripes, Uh, He's also done a great public service there. Most of us didn't realize uh, for years just how strong of a pull this open borders globalist sort of mentality had, even within the Republican Party. Uh, But I think as Trump has pushed, uh, President Trump has pushed a number of these issues, it's really caused a lot of them to reveal uh, that side of them, um, which I really think has been on display. Uh, both with Paul Ryan and uh, Mitt Romney. Do you think a lot of Republicans or Trump supporters have been surprised by any of this at all, uh, Fletch? I, I absolutely do. I think a lot of them have been shocked. Uh, I think I was looking at a number of comments uh, on the article, and, and uh, several people came in and said, you know, you're absolutely right. I, I, you know, I was a Mitt Romney supporter. I was a Paul Ryan supporter. For, I just didn't see this for years. And if I'm honest, I was the same way. You know, I supported Mitt Romney uh, twice for presidential campaigns back in 2008 and 2012. You know, I supported mm-hmm. Paul Ryan. I, I think a lot of us just didn't realize 
just how many of these Republicans were part of this sort of establishment that was not looking out for the best interests of the country. How has he been able to do this? What exactly do you think he's done, Fletch, to uh, create this exposure or cause this exposure? Well, I think one thing he's done is he's pushed a number of issues, strongly pushed a number of issues uh, that politicians in the past gave lip service to. Uh, immigration, uh, immigration reform has been a big one. You know, and pushing the importance of a country and having national borders and pushing and explaining the negative effects of immigration, I think, have really opened a lot of people's eyes. Uh, and, you know, he, it, a, lot of, a lot of our politicians in the past, particularly presidents, you know, they would get, they would get elected under, under, for pushing certain issues. But then when they would get into office, they would have all these reasons why they couldn't actually get those things done. Uh, with President Trump, he's really tried to keep his promises to his voters. And by keeping those promises, he's really, I think, caused that counter-reaction that has revealed the true character of so many of these other people and institutions. And Fletch, does it come down to the fact that he's doing what he promised voters he would do? I mean, can it be that simple? <laughs> I, I think it is. I absolutely think it is. That's why, you know, when I'm, when I'm li- listening to Mitt Romney and I'm looking at Paul Ryan and so many others, I'm thinking, what are you opposing? This, this has been a president who has been the best president we've had in terms of appointing constitution-respecting judges, the best president we've had in terms of pushing a, pro, pushing a uh, pro-life narrative, a pro-life agenda, the best national security president we've had who's pushed for energy independence, uh, who's you know, engaged China before they actually became that threat that could supersede America. He's done all these things, and I think they resent him for it. And so I do. I think that's exactly what it is. We have a president who's kept his promises, and that's caused so many of these people to reveal who they truly are. How much of a role, uh, Fletch, do you think this plays in uh, these politicians like Mitt Romney and Paul Ryan and others like them who, who don't want to be attacked by the media, really want to be friends with the media, and are afraid to say anything for fear the media would come after them? How much of a role does that play in all of this, Fletch? I think it's a huge role. You know, a lot of these politicians, they like to read the positive headlines. And, you know, they want to get the, they want to be friends with the media. They want to be sort of the hero of the media stories. They're chasing that, uh, that audience, right? John, and John McCain built his, practically his entire career on it. Mm-hmm. You know, I generally see Mitt Romney in following down that same type of a trajectory, right? He wants those positive headlines. Talking about health, he's the hero who's standing up to President Trump. He's the hero who's standing up for what's right when all he's really doing is playing that useful idiot role where he's uh, essentially enabling the, uh, the media to try to tear down conservative ideals and a conservative president. Let me ask you uh, this. The Republic, Republicans out there themselves, not the politicians, does the president still have very strong report among Republicans nationwide? And if so, why? Again, I think it goes back to what we talked about earlier. You know, we have a president who's kept his promises. His track record is absolutely fantastic. And, you know, as voters, so often we're used to having a president who we elect under a certain platform who then does nothing to actually advance that platform. President Trump has been very loyal to his voters. And he has uh, he's actually surprised me in many ways. You know, he has advanced, uh, he's probably been one of the greatest politicians we've ever had in terms of advancing conservative principles. 
And as long as he does that, you know, not only does he have have a lot of Republican support, I think the latest percentage I saw was 91% in Gallup. That's really deep. You know, if you look at these these voters, they, you know, they've been waiting for years for a politician to come along who actually does what he says he's going to do and who actually advances this conservative uh, agenda and does a lot to advance America, to defend the interests of America, to defend our country. And he's done all that. And because of that, that, that support runs really deep. Fletch, thank you. On our Newsmaker line, Fletch Daniels. He's a blogger with a, a blog called Deplorable Touchdown. He's also a contributor to American Thinker. Now, when we come back, is it a difficult time right now for you to be a Republican? 888-570-8010. We'll get to your calls, but first we want to talk with one for podcasts. Listen to the Ron Burgundy podcast on the iHeartRadio app. iHeartRadio. One man, one goal. Yeah, one vision. The Rod Arquette Show on Talk Radio 105.9 KNRS. All right, welcome back to the Rod Arquette Show. Busy day as we continue to talk about all the impeachment talk. As a matter of fact, the Newsbusters uh, at uh, the Media Research Center put together a tremendous montage. Do you know that the media and Democrats have been talking about impeachment of Donald Trump since January of of 2017? The month he was inaugurated. It's pretty amazing. All right, with everything that's been going on in the past week, how difficult is it? for you to be a Republican, if you, in fact, are a Republican out there. Joining us on our Newsmaker line to talk about it is Myra Adams, a columnist with Real Clear Politics. All right, Myra, um, I don't know if you wrote that headline, Myra, but why do you think it is so difficult to be Republican right now? Oh, it is, it's a more difficult time to be a Republican today than it was when I wrote that on uh, Friday. Uh, every day, almost every minute, uh, it's getting more difficult because I think you're finding the president um, I think he's becoming unhinged, honestly. I mean, he's yelling at the whistleblower. He wants to meet the whistleblower. He's saying that the person, I think it's a man, is a spy. He's, he's yelling at Adam Schiff that he should face arrest for treason. Um, basically, I think we have a president that doesn't quite know how to act when he's under so much pressure like this and his back is against the wall. So, yeah, it's becoming more difficult. But do you think do you think his supporters out there, though, Myra, feel the the way you do? Well, let's start with um, the senator, the junior senator from the state of Utah. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, he's not, never been a big Trump supporter, but I think what he said opened the door because he was the first Republican senator to actually come out and say that he was deeply troubled by what the transcripts of the conversation that Trump had with President Zelensky of, of Ukraine, he said it was deeply, deeply troubling. Um, so that opened up the door a little bit. And uh, since that time, you know, there's been another congressman, I think from Nevada, that came out and said that he is supporting the impeachment inquiry. Uh, and then I think that Jeff Flake today, uh, the former senator from Arizona, come out and say, you know, party, save your soul uh, before this guy takes you off the cliff. Um, obviously, senators who are running for re-election are probably going through a, a more difficult time because they're going to read the polls. And, you know, right now the polls are the polls are actually really interesting because they are changing yeah. so 
fast. I don't know if you've seen the latest one, but um, do you want me to tell you well, about it? Well, I can. Let me let me bring up a poll that I saw that, uh, and I think this was an ABC poll, maybe yes. the same one that you're about to That's refer the one to. I'm talking about. But there are Americans who say, "Yeah, he probably asked this question." Is it very serious? Eh, maybe not. We don't think it's that serious. Maybe not serious enough for impeachment. Um, and they weren't surprised that he asked that question, whatever the question may be, depending on on uh, what story you're getting there. Well, if American, you know, and someone described this, I think it was Ari Fleischer, uh, who worked in the Bush administration, described it as like an uh, a false start penalty in in a football game where you get five yards, but it's not a targeting penalty where you'd be kicked out of the game. That's how he described it. Is do, do most Americans, do you feel, Myra, think, okay, this was a minor offense, but really not enough to impeach the guy? Well, I mean, here's, here's some information that is in that same poll that I think is very important, that 55% of Americans approve of the impeachment, impeachment inquiry. Mm-hmm. 45% disapprove. So you have 10% more of Americans who actually approve of this inquiry going forward. Now, that the inquiry is different than, do you think he deserves to be impeached? And that's where it gets even more interesting, because right now, this CBS YouGov poll over the weekend says that 42% of Americans believe he deserves to be impeached. 36% say he does not. But 22% say it's too soon. So if you take even half of that 22% that has not made up their mind yet, then if you add that 20, that 11, let's say you cut it in half and 11% say, yes, it, he should be at peace. And the other half say, no, he doesn't. Then that means that brings it up to 53% of Americans believe he should be impeached. Um, so that's, you know, that's a number because that number is way higher than it was even several, I'd say even a month ago. I mean, the, the movement is really, really radically shifting towards, yeah, we need to discover what's really going on here. And, and you know, we just need more facts. And, and the impeachment trial, if it does come to that, which I'm sure it will, uh, is going to also be very revealing. How does, in your opinion right now, Myra, should the administration and President Trump play this out? What should he be doing right now? Oh, my goodness. I, I think he needs to be honest and not conjure up um, the, the whole, I think, believe it's a straw man about Biden. I mean, there has been no evidence of impropriety for Biden or his son. And, you know, you trace it back, and I think this is really key. You trace it back to several months ago, it was like a three, three months ago, where Biden was winning in every poll, head-to-head poll, even in Texas. It showed Biden was defeating Trump, and Trump was, was really unnerved by this. Apparently, a lot of accounts I read, they used the word he was preoccupied with Biden. And mm-hmm. basically he let he let his friend Rudy run around Ukraine trying to find some dirt. And there literally has not been any evidence. But the fact that Rudy is able to come say, oh, there's all this stuff going on in Ukraine. I mean basically planting that seed and then what happens is that seed keeps growing, 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 growing. So now I mean probably half the people think, oh Biden did something wrong but or his son did something wrong. But the point is there's never been any there's never been any charges level. There's, there's nothing that's concrete that Biden ever did. It was a way for Trump to obfuscate, like, okay, I need Biden to help me. Uh, I need to take down Biden so I can boost my own standings. I mean, that to me is pretty obvious what's going on. It's almost like he used Biden as a life raft. And, you know, and that's what this whole thing is about. Did the president, in fact, use 
his pow- the power of his office to pressure a foreign government who desperately needed arms and support from the U.S. to go after his political opponent. That's what this is about. And, and I hate all this other noise that's surrounding it. But in a nutshell, that is what it is. And do we as a nation tolerate a president abusing his, the office to pressure a foreign government, go after a political opponent? Are we going to, is that going to be okay? And what kind of precedent does that send mm-hmm, for mm-hmm. the for future president? But that Mara, is why I'm an urge. Yeah, well, let me ask you this, though. Do you think the proof is there that the president actually did that? Because the information we're getting is second or third hand from this whistleblower. Well, the whistleblower, everything the whistleblower wrote, um, you know, actually totally confirmed the, the conversation, the transcript of the conversation. I mean, it's there. The transcript, uh, transcript of the conversation is there. Uh, you know, interpret it any way you want, but it's pretty obvious that, you know, the president said, you know, do me a favor. You know, after, after Ron Zelensky said he needed javelins, the anti-tank weapon, Trump says, okay, do me a favor then. You know, it's like, I don't think it's, there's really much up for interpretation. And that is, in fact, what, what made uh, Romney come out and say that he was deeply troubled by the transcript of the call. Romney said that on Wednesday. That was before the whistleblower report even came out. So ask your, in the Jew- With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Senior center of your state, you know, what he finds so deeply troubling. And Romney has nothing to lose. So I, I give him lots of credit. You know, he just got elected. He's kind of at the end of his career. Um, you know, he's not going to get booted out of office. It's like I give him credit for, for speaking up. And, you know, we'll see what other Republican senators decide you know, if they're going to speak up. But I think the facts, at least the way I see them right now, what the call says and what the whistleblower says, um, I think it is a tough time to be a Republican and, de- and defend the president's actions. All right, Myra Adams on our Newsmaker line. Her feelings about a tough time to be a Republican. More coming up. We'll get to your phone calls on this coming up in the uh, next hour here on the Rod Arquette Show. Taking center stage today on the Rod Arquette Show is Mike Wilson from Any Hour Services. They provide you all the electrical, plumbing, heating, and air conditioning uh, service that you need. And, Mike, furnaces are kicking on right now. Is there anything you need to do special to get the furnace going? Or anything like that right now, Mike? Uh, no, as long as your thermostat is set to auto so that it recognizes that when the temperature drops, it needs to send uh, a message to the furnace to kick on, then it should come on automatically. Now, there are some things that, that you can do to you know help it run better, but it should kick on automatically. All right. Are there things you can do right now to help it run better? I know you're going to bring up the filter. Yeah. Check the filter, right? I know <laughs> yes. the filter's coming. Yeah, well, here's the thing. Airflow is the number one most important thing for your furnace or air conditioner, and the easiest thing for people to check is the filter. Mm-hmm. And so uh, a lot of people, maybe they change it once a season. So if you if you change it at the beginning of the summer, go down, put a fresh filter in now. Another thing that a lot of people might realize, uh, you know, make sure the vents are open throughout the house. Make sure that the return air 
isn't blocked with furniture or things like that. And then one that a lot of people don't realize is that your furnace has to have a lot of combustion air. So wherever the furnace is, usually there's a a pipe, a six inch pipe coming from the attic or maybe from the outside coming into the furnace room. And uh, it brings in fresh air that the furnace needs because for every one cubic foot of gas that you burn, you have to have 15 cubic feet of fresh air. And so what a lot of people will do is they'll fill a draft in that room. In that room, it's cold in the winter and they'll shove a pillow or a blanket mm, up in that pipe <laughs> and that can choke it off. And so Take that out, put the blanket down by the the door so that the cold air doesn't come underneath and spill out into the hallway. But you need to make sure that you got good airflow for your furnace. You always have a great deal. What's the deal for people today? Sure. We've got our uh, 29-point preseason furnace tune-up. Manufacturers say in the owner's manual, in addition to the maintenance you perform, you should have your system inspected regularly by a properly trained technician. We go through the system top to bottom, make sure all the vital components are working. Uh, We check airflow. We check the heat exchanger. We check all those components. We document everything that we find and leave you with a full written report, answer any questions that you have. Normally, we charge $99 to have this done. It's well worth it at that, but KNRS listeners aren't going to pay $99 if they call tonight. They're going to lock in a $70 savings and get it done for only $29. Here's the trick. You just got to call before the end of the night. Schedule it for whenever's uh, you know most convenient for you, but you got to call before the end of the show to lock in that $70 savings. All right, great offer. Call any hour services right now. Save $70 on a 29-point preseason furnace tune-up. $99 value for only $29. Call them right now. 801-443. Furnace tune-up. 801-443-7400. 801-443-7400. Any hour services. I Major Hollywood news. All right, time to check in with AJ from 97.1 ZHT for the inside scoop on all the Hollywood news. Hey, man. Indeed, indeed. Let's uh, let's talk about uh, Stranger Things season four. Oh, it's coming. Yes, oh, Netflix okay. making it official today. Today, good. So, I mean, uh, I, I had a hard time with season two. I felt like season three was better than season two. I hope season four is better than season three. Yeah, season two was a little weird. I just, I, but I've been binged to watch all of them this summer. Yeah, yeah so. the show I'm binge watching right now, which is absolutely mind numbing, is uh, is the Mind Hunter show. You got to watch that one. Really, dude. Mind Hunter. Mind Hunter. Mm. Oh, okay. it's about a couple of FBI guys. Anyway, uh, Robert <laughs> De Niro dropped the f bomb on CNN several times. He is. I would love to have dinner with him because I think that's probably how the conversation would go no matter what you're talking about. <laughs> I have a feeling he wouldn't hold back. Um, him and Joe Pesci. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, Linda Porter, who is on the, the show Superstore, has passed away at the age of 86. Ooh. There is a new season of Superstore underway on NBC, which, by the way, is a pretty funny show. Is it funny? I haven't seen it. And she's been a part of it, and that, that's kind of a, a huge bummer for the, the cast. I yeah. mean, if you're in the middle of shooting a show and you lose a cast member, that is going to be hard, I think, probably to even have to address on the show. Yep. That's sad. And then uh, Panic at the Disco and Weezer have been added to the Frozen 2 soundtrack. Oh, okay. Love to know what kind of songs they're going to be singing. <laughs> what are they going to come up with for be, Frozen 2? Jury's going to have to step out on that one. And Snoop Dogg uh, lost his 10-day-old grandson over the weekend. 10-day-old oh, yeah. mm. son died in his, uh, in his son's arms. Oh, that's too bad. Yeah, ah. so say what you want about you know Snoop, Snoop and, and, Snoop. and and maybe you think he's kind of a whack job, but anybody like that who 
he has been very supportive of his kids. Remember, he coached his kids' yeah. football games and stuff. Yeah. So losing a grandkid is terrible for yeah. just, tough for just about anybody. Yeah. That's tough for anybody. All right, man, we'll talk to you tomorrow. Thanks very much. All right, more coming up on the Radar Catch Show. We'll open up the phones. We'll talk. USA, set up a free appointment at dfy-realestate.com and take charge of your financial future. Live, local, and everywhere with the iHeartRadio app. How are you, everybody? Welcome back to the Rod Arquette Show, hour number two on this Monday. Hope you had a great weekend, everybody. Got a lot of uh, a lot of rain over the weekend. Went to the Ute game on uh, Saturday night. Rain down and off. One of those nights where you say, either just rain or don't rain at all. So it rained for a little bit, stop. Rain for a little bit, stop. Utes look very good, though. Best game they've had all season, I think, in my opinion. They really kind of put it all together, even without the uh, running back Moss this weekend. All right. um, You know, we were in Washington last week. We had a lot of interviews we wanted to get to. We had so many great guests. Ann Coulter, Michelle Malkin, members of the uh, Utah Congressional Delegation, talking not only about immigration, but also about impeachment. But we haven't had a lot of chances to really talk with you and kind of go through things and see where you are on all of this. Now, the polls out there, by the way, are all over the place. I mean, if you, one poll says, you know, this, another poll says that. Let me give you a quick rundown of what I'm seeing on the polls today, and then I'm going to get your reaction, not only to this, but what Myra Adams said in our last segment. We talked with Myra. She's saying, uh, you know, it's a very difficult time to be a Republican now because of everything that's going on with impeachment. You had uh, Fletch Daniels come on, talk about one of the best public services that Donald Trump has done is expose the true character of Republicans who claim they're Republicans but not really Republicans, or expose the media for what it truly is, and it is very, very liberal, and that's what we've seen. As a matter of fact, I just watched this montage. Maybe we'll try and run it tomorrow if we have time. From Newsbusters, that's with the Media Research Center, uh, listing that every month since January of nineteen of, uh, of uh, 2017, when Donald Trump was sworn into office, Every month, somebody in the media has brought up impeachment. <laughs> month after month, is that an impeachable offense? Well, that tweet is impeachable. No, that's impeachable. I mean, it has been on their mind ever since. They couldn't get him at the polls. They couldn't get him with Russian collusion. They couldn't get him with obstruction of justice. So now they've got this. They've got the whistleblower coming forward and saying, uh-uh, he had this phone call. He, he you know, he used his presidential power, that's the allegation, to force uh, Ukraine to look into Joe Biden and Hunter Biden's son and withhold American military aid, which didn't happen, but that's the narrative that people like Adam Schiff are trying to convince the American people that's what this is all about. But let me share with you a little bit about what the polls are saying, and I, I really do want to hear your calls today because I didn't get a chance to talk to you last week, and I really want to find out after it came out last Tuesday with the announcement by Nancy Pelosi as to where you are, and so much has gone on. In the past week, I mean, here you have here you have Pelosi saying we need to pray, pray, and really consider the seriousness of all this. Jeff Flake says you need you know Republicans, you Republicans, you nasty, nasty Republicans out there, conservatives out there, you need to save your souls. You need to basically, first of all, decide on whether or not it's impeachment. But the second easier thing to do is ask the Republican Party to come up with a better candidate in 2020. Not going to happen, by the way. But and, and then you've got Hillary Clinton. 
And why do we pay any attention to her? Why do we pay any attention to Robert De Niro, who, by the way, doesn't know how to act on national television by dropping F-bombs all over the place? I mean, this is how crazy it's getting. But let me get to the polls. Then I want to get to your phone calls on all of this. A, a poll by, what was it, ABC News and ISPIS. Okay, they came out over the weekend showing that a vast majority of Americans say they are not surprised at all that Donald Trump encouraged a Ukrainian president to investigate Joe Biden's son, Hunter Biden, and fewer than half see it as a very serious problem. It is, you know, to many Americans who really don't pay a whole lot of attention to the news, they don't see this as a very serious problem. And realistically, neither do I. And I don't think many of you would do out there. Just about half the Americans say they are not surprised at all to hear about the president's actions. An additional 32% say they are not surprised at all. This goes on all the time, folks, among politicians. Don't, don't throw this constitutional crisis crap at me because I, don't believe, I believe the president is simply trying to find out. Now, realize when this call happened. This call happened, what was it, a day or two after the Mueller report came out. And basically said there was no Russian collusion. But this whole Russian collusion thing has stuck in Donald Trump's craw even before the election. And he is tired of hearing it. He is a very proud man. And, you know, to accuse him of needing the Russians to beat Hillary Clinton, the worst candidate who ever ran for public office, is an affront to Donald Trump. He can't believe that, but they pound on it and they pound on it. So here you have the president feeling pretty good about the whole Russian collusion thing in the Mueller report, but he still st- he still wants to find out who started it and how it all happened, what brought it all about, what was the intelligence community's role in all of this. So you can understand that. So people are saying they are not surprised. Now, another poll, this Quinnipiac poll, released late last week, shows a majority of Americans do not think the president should be impeached or removed from office. Only 37% of the respondents think the president should be impeached and removed. 57% say no. And the American public, though, appears to me more hesitant than House Democrats do when it comes to all of that. So you've got polls that are all over the place. CBS poll saying uh, support is growing for his impeachment. Other people are saying no. But let me tell you what, folks. If, if you're concerned about this, this is really a time for you to get engaged in this process. Understand what is going on here. And if you get the full picture, then you can decide. I honestly believe that the American people will decide come next November whether or not they support Donald Trump. It's that easy. That's what we have a chance to, to do. Uh, and the Democrats, the, and people see this. There's a poll out tonight. Just, I think it's 57% of those asked in the uh, Fox News poll, which is just coming out tonight, said all of this being driven by politics. Surprise, surprise, huh? All right, we'll get to your calls coming up. 888-570-8010, 888-570-8010, or on your cell phone, dial pound 250 and say, hey, Ron. All right, uh, Mike Wilson from Any Hour Services is back with us today. Of course, Any Hour Services, they provide you with all your electrical, plumbing, heating, and air conditioning needs. And, Mike, every time I look around, I see one of your red, bright red trucks out there. How many trucks do you have on the road now? with the fleet and inventory department it uh, we're, we're pushing 200 trucks really you guys are busy 
Yeah, we just keep adding them, <laughs> <laughs> and, that, and that that's a sign. That's a good sign. Yeah, you know that that now that is all, that's all of our electricians and plumbers uh-huh. and, and all of the different trades that we do, uh, and we dispatch our guys from their homes, and so you'll tr- see those trucks all the way from Ogden and Nephi to Willow to Park City. But yeah, we people just keep on calling, and we keep on uh, helping as many people as we can. So yeah. All right, how many calls did you get this morning on my furnace isn't working? Help! <laughs> quite quite <laughs> did a few. You get a few? <laughs> yeah. And I guarantee you, some of some of them when we went out there, the the thermostat just wasn't kept over. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> that could be a problem. All right. Um, what are the tips? We've been talking about the furnaces. What sure. are some of the tips you could give people? We've used them for the first time. Many of us this morning. Mm-hmm. We, we're into that time of year. Yeah, you know, and we we already talked about making sure that your thermostat is kicked over to that auto so that it comes on either way. Uh, while you're at the thermostat, a lot of people don't realize that your thermostat has bad or most thermostats do. And so try and pry it off the wall. And usually on the back, you'll have some AA or AAA batteries. Change those out. And while you're at it changing the batteries on the thermostat, uh, it's a good idea wherever your CO detector, a lot of times we have them down where the furnace is, change the batteries in that as well, just in case there's any type of malfunction or an issue, you're going to get an early warning sign. Is there a good time of year to have your furnace looked at, or can you have it looked at any time of the year? Uh, well, manufacturers don't specify whether okay. you need to have it done at the beginning, middle, or end of the season. But uh, our experience is that KNRS listeners are, are the proactive type. And so they're, they're the kind that want to make sure that it's going to uh, keep running properly through the winter. And so they try and jump on these things preseason-wise as much as possible. But it doesn't matter whether you want to do it in the middle of the winter or at the end of the season. Our tune-up technicians run tune-ups 365 days a year. So air conditioners in the, in the summer and furnaces in the winter. And so it's just like, it's just like Jiffy Lube. They're open all the time, changing oil. It doesn't matter when you have it done. It's just important that you get it. Done. All right. Let's talk about furnaces. Cause you have a deal for people on a furnace checkup today, right? Sure. Absolutely. And, and one of the advantages of calling tonight is fighting the cra- is, is beating the crowds. You know, you're not going to have to worry about if you call in the middle of November, how far out are we going to be booked? And so if you, if you haven't uh, got it done and you think it'd be a good idea, We've got our 29-point preseason furnace tune-up. We go through the system top to bottom, make sure all the vital components are working. We've got all the manufacturer spec. We check everything. We document everything we find. We leave you with a full written report. Normally, $99 to have it done. It's well worth it at that. But any KNRS listener tonight is going to be able to lock in a $70 savings. Schedule for whenever you want is most convenient for you. But you got to call tonight if you want to lock in that $70 yeah, that's savings. That's the key. Call before 7 o'clock, Correct. right? All right, give them a call right now. Any hour services, 443 443- 7400-801-443-7400, a 29-point preseason furnace tune-up, $99 value tonight, only to... Message brought to you by iHeartRadio, the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, and the Ad Council. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. They're on our catch show on Utah's Talk Radio, 105.9 KNRS. Listening, you'll know, trending today on the impeachment story, Giuliani has been subpoenaed. Mike Pompeo, there are reports in the Wall Street Journal today 
that he also listened in on that phone conversation with President Trump and uh, the Ukrainian president. A uh, story out today as well that Bill Barr has asked the president to ask world leaders to cooperate with Barr and the and the Justice Department as they look into the intelligence community and its involvement in Russian collusion in Ukraine. So this thing continues to develop, it seems, almost Every hour, there's a new development in the story today. All right, I want to get to the phones to you. We didn't have much of a chance to talk to you about this last week because of our Washington broadcast, but the phone lines are open up to you. I mean, we talked to Myra Adams earlier, and I, 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 I've always enjoyed having Myra on the show, but I'll be honest, I think she was off base on this. I don't think it, it's a difficult time for Republicans right now. I think Republicans understand what is going on and if you don't you need to this is the time to really get engaged and to let people know what you think about all of this it's pure politics that's what this is all about let's go to the phones 888-570-8010 on your cell phone dial pound 250 and say hey rod we begin in cash valley with susan susan how are you welcome to the show hi hi rod um i just wanted to make two points first i support president trump because he's the first republican we've had in a long time, it actually will sit down and fight for us. Mitt Romney wouldn't fight for us. John McCain wouldn't fight for us. We want somebody that's out there fighting for the Democrats, not saying, oh, they might get mad at me and not like, like me. Second, about this call, how many times do you think in the history of this country that presidents have done the same thing that Trump did on a phone call saying, hey, look, we're going to do this. I bet you Clinton's done it. I bet you Bush did it. I bet you Obama did it. I bet you Bush won did it and Reagan did it. But we don't hear about it because they can't hear our phone calls. But we're supposed to blame Trump when I bet you it has been done forever. And that's all I wanted to say. And I'm a Republican. Well, I kind of don't like the Republican Party sometimes, but <laughs> I'm a conservative. And I'm proud for it, and I will fight for it. And that's what I wanted to say. All right, Susan, thank you very much. Appreciate you weighing in on this. Back to the phones we go. Let's go to Tooele and talk with Travis tonight on the Rod Arquette Show. Hi, Travis. Uh, four quick bullet points in criticism of Miss Adams. Mm-hmm. She cited a poll claimed 55% are in favor of going forward with the inquiry. I would just say, how many polls have we seen that President Trump has disproved entirely? Like when they claimed Hillary was going to win by 18%. <laughs> couldn't win in Iowa, New Hampshire, South Carolina. So I don't give any credence to her polls. Point two, the uh, question here, although arguably it might not matter, it might not have to constitute a criminal offense to get impeached. Probably it would, though. Nobody ever brings up any specific statute that they claim President Trump has violated. Mm -hmm. You know, Title United 18, United States Code, whatever. That's true. Okay. And Go ahead. And the next and final point is she claimed that there's nothing indicating, suggesting any wrongdoing by Biden. Well, you, me, and everybody else listening has seen the video of Biden bragging about how he went and threatened him to fire that prosecutor or they weren't getting the $1 billion. Uh So this woman, she was a big, Miss Adams was a McCain supporter, it's almost as if she's a deep, deep state operative planting this stuff. Anyway, that's all. Thanks. All right, Travis. Thank you. Uh, you know what? Uh, let's see if we can get one more call in before the break. Let's go to Jim in Salt Lake City. Jim, how are you? And welcome to the show. 
Thank you. Uh, Myra Adams is just a political hack. Um, they've chanted impeachment for two and a half years now. President Trump has done nothing wrong. They can't prove anything. It doesn't even come close to high crimes and misdemeanors that's stated in the Constitution. They said that he colluded with the Russians. He didn't. They said he obstructed the investigation. He didn't. He said, uh, or they said that Judge Kavanaugh was messing around with girls and everything twice, and he didn't. Democrats lie, and that's how they get what they want. They lie. All right, all right, Jim, thank you. And they will go, doesn't matter how far they have to go. They will push, and they will push, and they will push. One of the reasons why they have the media behind them. All right, more of your calls coming up. 888-5708010, 888-5708010, or on your cell phone, all you do is have to dial pound 250 and say, hey, Rod. You know, the real estate market, a lot of people are thinking, well, fall is here. I'm going to back off on selling my home and wait until spring. That's a big mistake. You talk with Justin Udy of Justin Udy and Team Real Estate. Fall is a great time of year to sell your home. So if you're looking to sell your home, sell it quickly and get as much money as possible out of it, I invite you to reach out right now to Justin Udy. All you do is have to go to justinudy.com for the number to call. And make sure when you do that, you fill out the online form so that someone from Justin's team can get right back in touch with you. Now, Justin guarantees to sell your home within 29 days, or he won't charge you any commission whatsoever. And when it comes to a contract, well, Justin will have you sign one, but he'll let you out of that contract at any time if, in fact, you are not happy with your services. And he will get you top dollar for your home in the greater Salt Lake area. He's been ranked as the number six top producer in the nation from over 106,000 real estate agents in the country today. He's with Century 21 Everest Group. Reach out to him right now. Go to... And small businesses, dial pound 250, keyword Miller Law. You will have the option of receiving an auto-dial text message from iHeartMedia. Rod Arquette Show on Talk Radio 105.9 KNRS. All right, welcome back to the Rod Arquette Show. Lines are open now, 888-570-8010, or in your cell phone dial, pound 250, and say, hey, Rod. Um, apparently, story out tonight is that the uh, House Democrats are now laying out a very ambitious roadmap for the impeaching of President Trump. And the plan is to uh, have everything wrapped up, the investigation wrapped up by the end of the year, and they're already locking in high-profile hearings that experts say could either make or break their chances. I tell you what, uh, the Democrats are headed for impeachment. They're bound and determined to do it, and nothing is going to turn them back. I mean, realistically, nothing is going to stop the Democrats. So if you're a supporter of the president, get ready for it. It's coming. It is going to happen. Nothing is going to stop them. 888-570-8010, 888-570-8010, or on your cell phone, dial pound 215 and say, hey, Rod, back to the phones we go. Let's talk with uh, Travis in Grantsville tonight. Travis, how are you? Welcome to the show. My name is Chad. It wasn't oh, Travis. I'm so sorry, I guess, Chad. Uh, go ahead. Go ahead. Right. Oh, you're good. Uh, hey, um, this is a result, and you can look into this. This is a result of a Walter Brennan plant. Um, this guy's in the CIA. It's illegal for the CIA to operate in the United States, especially against the president. Mm -hmm. That's the first thing. The second thing is they lowered the standard for the whistleblower uh, criteria. Okay. Uh -huh. That means he can operate off a of hearsay. Okay. So there's that. 
And then there's Walter Brennan, after Trump won, going to, uh, to Ukraine with a fake passport. You can fact check all this stuff. That's completely true. And then there's the, the last one, or actually a couple more, and I'll be off and I can wait for your response. There's a treaty between us and Ukraine yes. to combat and prosecute um, corruption. That's why he was looking into Joe Biden, not to mention the fact that he was looking into something that Joe Biden did while he was president. That makes it legal. Joe Biden violated a Title Ten charge. I would like to find out what charge actually Trump did. And then last and definitely not least, you have this server. That is the key to finding out every bit of information in relation to that, and it belongs to the DNC. And it's ran by CrowdStrike. But nobody is telling you this, and there's probably a half a dozen other different things that I'm not mentioning here because I don't have it written down in front of me. But this whole thing stinks to high heaven. They don't have a prayer to impeach Trump. Okay, and Mr. Romney needs to shut his mouth. Okay, I gave him the business today when I called his office or his secretary, and then I told Mike Lee, "Hey, you better support the president." And I'll wait for your response off the air, sir. This is all bogus. This is nothing more than Russia collusion 2.5. All right, Chad. Thank you. First of all, I believe it's John Brennan, and you're right on the agreement between the U.S. and Ukraine. Matter of fact, that may have been signed into law by Bill Clinton. It may have been. Maybe not that long ago, but I think it was right. You're also right on the changes in what constitutes a whistleblower uh, within the intelligence community. It didn't have to be, no longer does it have to be firsthand knowledge. It can be hearsay. And they, they, they made those changes. And you're absolutely right. And Mike Lee has come out and said something, by the way, Chad. Mike Lee said last week he doesn't see a problem with what the president has done. And it certainly shouldn't lead to impeachment proceedings. All right, back to the phones we go. Let's go to Devin in Salt Lake City. Devin, how are you? And welcome to the show. Hey, Rod. Thank you. Uh, I got a piggyback on there with Chad. Uh, he was absolutely right. That crowd strike, they've been at the key to everything. They Never let the FBI see their investigation into the DNC, uh, the DNC server hack. And they basically, their job was to obfuscate all of the information that came out of that. So I think that's the key word in this revelation. CrowdStrike is at the center of a lot of the Democratic National Convention lies. I think one of these things, though, really is that Trump into the office for transparency. And... Uh, Devin, I won't drop you because I think you're cutting in and out. If you want to call back, please do. But uh, you're right on CrowdStrike. There, there is so much to this story. It is complicated, and that's what the media is trying to make it. They're trying to complicate this as much as they possibly can because most people are just going to blow it off. They aren't going to dig into it, and most people just say, well, he's got to be guilty. I mean, come on. He's got to be guilty. But I don't think a lot of Americans out there believe that. I don't know if a lot of Americans, to be honest, are paying attention to this right now. All right, more of your calls coming up. 888-570-8010, 888-570-8010, or on your cell phone, dial pound 250 and say, hey, Rod. Mike Wilson from Any Hour Services is back with us. Of course, Any Hour Services, they provide all your uh, services when it comes to your furnace, air conditioner, plumbing, electrical. And Mike is back with us. We're talking today about a furnace tune-up, and he's got a great offer for you on that tonight. But what is involved, Mike? If someone calls tonight says, I want my furnace tuned up, what will you do when one of your technicians come to their home? Well, in the back of the owner's manual, after the list of things that you do, there's actually a bunch of technical specs Mm -hmm. uh, of different components. And the way that your furnace was built and designed was a lot of safety 
mechanisms and backups just in case there's something that goes wrong. Mm-hmm. You want to, it wants to be able to shut the furnace down safely. So we go through, and a lot of the items that we're checking and tweaking are those safety items. So we're going through the ignition sequence. We're going through the burners. We're checking the heat exchanger. We're making sure that all of the uh, gas that's burning is burning off properly and that it's exhausting out of the home the way that it should. Uh, we clean some things. If anything can be adjusted, we're adjusting those uh, those items. But the, the important thing is that, uh, you know, we just make sure that it's running safely the way it was yeah. designed. And it's important every year to have your furnace serviced, just like anything else. It is. Service and I, it'll last longer. Absolutely. You know, in addition to it lasting longer and running more efficiently, I think the biggest reason that a lot of people do it is because of that peace of mind, knowing that, uh, you know, we we still heat our homes by piping gas into a metal cabinet in the basement and lighting it on fire. I don't, I'm not trying to scare anybody. I just love the way that sounds and it's funny, <laughs> but, and it's, it is safe. So don't worry about yeah, it. Don't but, worry about it. but, but you know, it, it's that, that's, I think the biggest reason is the, the safety aspect of it and making sure that we're comfortable through the winter. All right. We mentioned you've got a great deal on a furnace tune up right now. What is it? For people so, are listening right sure, now. We've got our 29-point preseason furnace tune-up, all of those things that we mentioned and a whole lot more. Uh, we document everything that we find. We leave you with a full written report, report so that you know the condition of your system. Uh, if you've got questions, we answer any of those. Feel free to tag along with the technician and look over his shoulder and find out how your furnace is working. It just makes you a more in- informed homeowner. Normally, we charge $99 to have that done. It's well worth it at that. But KNRS listeners are going to be able to lock in a $70. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At ChumbaCasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses, so don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Our savings and get it done for only 29 bucks. The catch, you just got to call tonight. You schedule it for whenever's most convenient for you, but you got to call before the end of the show to lock in that $70 saving. All right, $29 for yep. a furnace tune-up, normally $99, so you can save $70, but you've got about an hour and 15 minutes to call, so Correct. get your little happy dialing fingers going. 888-801-443-74. This is Banking Reimagined. Capital One, what's in your wallet? Terms apply. Rate comparison based on FDIC national rate. Capital One NA member FDIC. All right, welcome back to the Rod Arquette Show on Utah's Talk Radio, 105.9 KNRS. Listen and you will know. All right, let's go back to the phone calls. As we're talking about the impeachment, a lot of new developments today on it, but let's take your comments on what's going on. We go to Sherry in Salt Lake City. Sherry, how are you, and welcome to the show. Hi, thanks for taking my call. You're welcome. What are your thoughts, Sherry? Well, I just thought you should look into the fact that Mitt Romney has been in meetings with George Soros. And the, the news article, the news place that you can get this information is called Wetfinger. It's a, a news uh, broadcast on the Internet. And it implicates him um, that he wants to go into the 2020 election. And also, he's associated with Burisma, that company mm-hmm, that's in mm-hmm. Ukraine. George Soros so, is. George Soros or Mitt Romney? Uh, no, Mitt Romney is. Mm. 
So I just thought you may want to look into this. I mean, I got this information, of course, secondhand is everyone knows how much <laughs> secondhand means. But in any case, I got this information from my best friend who really knows this information. All right, Sherry, thank you. Appreciate your call on that. Let's go to Pleasant Grove and talk with Drew tonight here on the Rod Arquette Show. Hi, Drew, how are you? Hey, Rod, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. What are your thoughts on all of this, Drew? Well, I'm telling you, the timing, to me, kind of proves that this is a cover-up. Yeah, I mean, the conversation takes place July 25th, and then in August, the intelligence community decides to change the definition of what whistleblower is, and uh, or what whistleblower complaint is. And then in August, we start hearing that the uh, reports uh, from the IG and Durham are going to start coming out and telling us what happened with the FISA warrants mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. what started the whole Russia collusion. And then magically, uh, shift for brains, I call him, uh, decides to release this whistleblower report. Uh, so to me, I mean, I'm going to take a wild guess and guess the whistleblower might be a James Comb, I mean, uh, uh, John Brennan or um, James Clapper. Ah, that's an interesting point of view. Now, I don't think that's the case because the CIA agent reportedly was in the White House, working in the White House at the time, but meh, there are stranger things out there. Cody's on I-80 tonight here on the Rod Arquette Show. Hi, Cody. How are you? Good, Rod. How you doing? I'm doing great. What are your thoughts on this, Cody? Well, I think that everybody's missing the main point here with this whole thing. And the main point is is the uh, Ukraine and CrowdStrike are at the center of everything illegal they've all been doing for a long time, including the Hillary Clinton email scandal and the, uh, the uh, attempted coup of President Trump. So that's why Rudy Giuliani is involved in the Ukraine thing in the first place, was because he's investigating the, uh, the attempted coup. I think them going to the Ukraine is um, scaring the Democrats, and they know they're about to get the lid blown off of these scandals. So you, you think the Democrats are simply worried because Ukraine is at the center of this, and they don't want anything more uncovered about Ukraine. That's what you say they're nervous about, Cody. Yeah, yeah, mm. Ukraine has all the knowledge. I mean, the crowd strikes from Ukraine, that's who, who um, started and was at the center of not only the Clinton email scandal investigation, but also the, the center of the, the uh, attempted coup of President Trump. All right. All right, Cody. Thank you. Appreciate that. One other note I want to make on this. We aired on the show, I think it was last week, may have been two. No, I think it was last week at some time in which uh, Rush Limbaugh basically said that uh, Mitt Romney had been in conversations with Nancy Pelosi, telling Pelosi that there is support in the Senate if she wants to move forward with impeachment proceedings. Well, Tom Burr, Tommy Burr over at the Salt Lake Tribune, checked that out today. He claims that information is false. Now, he claims he talked with Pelosi's office. He's talked with Romney's office. There's been no such conversation. But Rush, by the way, I wouldn't doubt some of Rush's sources, to be real honest. All right, more coming up on the Rudd Arc. Schedule at 801-443-7300. 801-443-7300. Any hour services. Live, local, and everywhere on your iHeartRadio app. Welcome back. Hour number three of the Rod Arquette Show. Now, before we move on to another subject I want to talk about, I was just watching this uh, montage put together by Grabian, taking a look at the 
news outlets around the country, and I'm talking NBC, ABC, CNN, CBS, local, who basically went bananas last week talking about this girl in the nation's capital who claimed that her hair was cut in a racist attack. Remember hearing that story? Her dreadlocks were cut and everybody went crazy. It was all a lie. She came out today and admitted that she made the story up. I wonder how many of the news outlets will report on that story tonight and give it the same drama, the same energy, a heartbreaking story. How about a heartbreaking story about the three students who were accused of cutting her hair? I mean, how did, you know, do they deserve an apology? You're damn right they do. And for the news media to say, you know, and they, they even tell two things they did. First of all, this alleged attack, which is not alleged attack anymore because we know it never took place, was at a school where Karen Pence, hmm, wife of Vice President Mike Pence, teaches art classes twice a week. They had to make note of that because that's the important factor of the story because they want to tie it to Donald Trump. But the story comes out today that this girl who claimed her hair was cut in a racist attack is now admitting today she made the whole thing up. All right, and what about, remember the story last week, and we were in Washington, we didn't do this story last week, about this, uh, this guy in Des Moines, Iowa, who um, had this sign, I guess it was at a football game, you know, Bush Light Supply needs replenishing, okay? And he raised a lot of money for this, and he decided, you know, it's kind of a joke, but he decided he was going to give it to a local hospital there. Um, well, a reporter with a newspaper, the Des Moines Register, which is a big newspaper in Iowa, by the way, decided to investigate this guy. Well, come to find out that Carson King, 10 years earlier, had tweeted out some racist comments. He was 16 years old at the time. But because he tweeted this out, he was now condemned, you know, ridiculed, attacked by the media there in Iowa. Well, guess what? The reporter who did the story originally on Carson King has now lost his job because guess what? He was doing the exact same thing 10 years ago. You have to laugh at this, don't you? It absolutely amazes me. But the story of this girl who claimed her hair was cut, and, and the media went ballistic. They went apoplectic last week over the story. Racism in America again. It was all made up, folks. Nothing but a big hoax. And the world goes round and round. All right, I want to get to this. I saw this story today. Um, and I want to get your reaction to it. We love the great outdoors here in the state of Utah. As a matter of fact, it was just... But uh, about the middle of August, my wife and I were on a little vacation. And for only the second times in our lives, we rented some side-by-sides. And we went side-by-side, four-wheeling, whatever you call it, okay? ATV, UTV, right? And it was, I love it. I mean, I'm to the point I may go buy one of those things someday. I mean, I really like them, right? But now we learned that um, the federal government has now opened Utah's national parks to ATVs. Now, there are advocates out there who are fearing damage and say that dang noisy things, we don't want to go to a national park and to hear these loud things going all over the place. We come to our parks to enjoy the beauty and, in some cases, to enjoy the solitude. 
But apparently, the roar of ATVs rum, 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 are, are coming to national parks near you under a policy shift by the National the National Park Service. As a matter of fact, Brian Maffley over at the uh, Tribune reported over the weekend across the country, off-road vehicles like ATVs and UTVs are generally barred from national parks. Well, for Utah's famed parks, however, that all changes starting on November 1st, just about a month from now. Um, vehicles will be allowed on both main access roads and back roads like Canyonlands National Park's White Rim and Arches Entry Points from Salt Lake, from Salt Valley and Willow Springs. So if you're down in some of these parks now, you are going to see these off-road vehicles being allowed into our national parks. Okay, according to the story, under the rule change, off-highway vehicles could roam Canyonlands, Canyonlands Maze District and Arches Klondike Bluffs as long as they remain on designated routes. In general, ATVs will be allowed to travel roads that are open to trucks and cars now. Okay, and of course, there are people out there saying, can't let that happen. Uh, as a uh, uh, one spokesman, uh, uh, a woman by the name of Kristen Brengel, who's with the National Parks Conservation Association, said, these are national parks that have incredible resources, cultural resources, natural resources, and so by allowing these vehicles that are tailored to go anywhere, you're potentially putting these resources at risk. She goes on to say, the Parks Service should be going through a public process, doing an analysis and making sure they can adequately protect the park and its resources and visitors. And she says they simply have not done that. So I'm thinking, we have five national parks in this great state of ours that have brought a lot of tourism to this state. But what about the idea of allowing ATVs into certain parts of this part of these parks? I mean, it's a very it's very popular. I mean, I see a lot of people do them. I have what three brothers-in-law, and they all have two or three of them because they love to go riding in these. So, are you open to allowing ATVs and UTVs? into certain sections of our national parks. 888-570-8010, 888-570-8010. On your cell phone, dial pound 250 and say, hey, Ron, let's go to the phones and get a reaction right away with Martin in Salt Lake City. Martin, how are you and welcome to the show. Oh, yes. Uh, good day. Thank you for taking my call. You're welcome, Martin. What are your thoughts on this, Martin? Well, thank you. Uh, my brother-in-law and I, we go down uh, over, you know, by uh, Fruta, and we love to go in our ATVs, and uh, once in a while we run into, uh, well, you know, uh, mountain uh, bikes, bicycle riders. And do they, like, do, do they like it or not? <laughs> they, they got very mouthy, and <laughs> we had to go to our own camp, but later that night we fixed them. <laughs> ah. We fixed them. You didn't do anything to the fixed bikes, their, did we you? We fixed their tires. Oh, come we on, Martin. All their tires. Their uh, uh, that's what we. Uh, that's a, we don't want to hear that kind of stuff. All right, eight 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 five seven zero eight zero one zero eight 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 five seven zero eight zero one zero on your cell phone. Dial pound two fifty and simply say, "Hey, Rod." Mike Wilson from Any Hour Services is back with us. Of course, they service homes from Ogden to Nephi to Willa over to Park City. Um, Mike. How do, how do people know that the furnace needs a tune-up? I mean, mine's been running great for a couple of years. How how do I know that I need a tune-up? Well, I 
I go back to the car analogy, right? I mean, if you if you don't get the oil changed right at three thousand miles, you're not going to notice a huge difference. But if you the longer you go without having it serviced, the more it's not going to be good for the system. And so if it's the, the older it is, so if it's seven or eight years old, you want with the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. To make sure you're staying on top of the, or older, make sure you're staying on top of the maintenance. If it's been a couple of years since you've had it done, uh, if you just moved into a new house and you want to make sure that it's like ready for the winter, uh, you want to get it checked out. If it was acting up last winter, it's a good idea to to get it tuned up. All right. Now, would a tune-up, then, and we'll talk about the deal you're offering here in just yes. a minute. Do you fix the furnace in those tune-ups, or do you just tell me what's wrong with it and what I need to do? You make recommendations as to what I should do. Well, it, it depends on what exactly is wrong with it. Now, okay. going through it, you know, uh, it can correct some minor issues and identify potential problems, uh, but if if a blower motor has gone out or it's on the verge of going out, that's not going to be part of the tune-up. But, you know, cleaning the flame sensor, doing some basic things that will definitely help it run better. Uh, all of those technical specs, we make sure that everything is operating the way that it should. And if there's anything that we're finding, we're documenting everything and we're making sure that we have a conversation. Because the last thing we want to have happen is you have this maintenance performed and we notice something and then we don't say anything and then we leave yeah. and it goes out. We just look bad. So we, we do want to document everything and make sure we're having a conversation. With yeah, you. We've, we've had your tech technicians into our home and they're great because they show us everything they've done they show us what needs to be fixed if anything needs to be fixed and they make it a, they let us decide yeah i want to go in that direction or let yes let's go ahead and fix that all right mike you've got a deal for people tonight on this what is it it's our 29 point preseason furnace tune-up normally we charge 99 dollars have it done but knrs listeners are going to be able to get it done for only 29 bucks we go through the system check all those vital components and and most of the components when we check the measurements on them there's a good fair and poor reading mm-hmm. and so just because we find something that's acting up it doesn't necessarily mean you have to uh, replace it so we may tell you hey you've got a little bit of time left on this so if you want to make sure that your furnace is going to make it through the winter and know the condition of it call and take advantage of this offer 29 bucks the only catch is that you got to call tonight before the end of the show to lock in the $70 savings. All right. If the lines are busy, can I keep just keep on trying? You're going to want to keep trying. So <laughs> we've got a lot of people calling. I keep going out and checking the call count. A lot of people jumping on this offer. It's a great deal. All right. Check it out tonight. And right now, call any hour services right now. Save $70 on a 29-point preseason furnace tune-up. It's a $99 value, but only $29 if you call before the show ends in 44 minutes tonight. Give them a call right now. Any hour services, 801 9199. 800 969 1199. 800 969 1199. All right, welcome back to the Rod Arquette Show on this uh, Monday with Utah's Talk Radio 1059 KNRS. Listen, and you'll know the uh, park service. National parks, feds have opened national parks to ATVs. Now, they're going all over the place. I mean, they're only driving under arches. But they will be allowed into the parks on the main roads, I believe, from what I understand, what I've read. 
What do you make of that? 888-570-8010, 888-570-8010. On your cell phone, dial pound 250 and say, hey, Rod, let's go back to the phones and let's begin with uh, Curtis in Salt Lake City. Curtis, how are you and welcome to the show. Hey, Rod. How are you, Curtis? You know, I, I, uh, I'm, I'm good. I drive Trader Tour Bus. And, like, you go down around Bryce Canyon and those ATVs, UTVs are all over the place. And I've had them dart out, you know, I mean, I'm driving, you know, 25, 26 ton vehicle and they'll dart right out in front of you. Like, wow. oh, I'm, I'm smaller. I've got the right of way type thing. <laughs> and I can just, <clears throat> it's hard enough in the national parks now with cars and people and cars not paying attention to the laws. And you're just, yeah. are going to make it worse. Yeah, they're just, how do you like driving all those big tour buses, Curtis? I've ridden on several of them. I, I admire you guys for what you do. How you get those things around, it amazes me. It's called lots of practice. <laughs> all right, Curtis. Isn't that the truth? All right, back to the phones we go. Let's go to Ed on I-15 tonight. Ed, how are you, and welcome to the show. Oh, I'm good. Thanks, Rod. Uh, you know, I'm all for it. All right. The thing that people don't realize, and I think it's hidden in agendas or whatever, is that the roads they're talking about existed way before the national parks. White Rim Trail was made by uranium miners. Klondike Bluffs was a county road. These roads existed way before the national parks. And so by technical definition under federal law, they should be open. Does traffic already go on those roads, Ed? I mean, traffic's already using those yes. roads, right? Yes, they do. Just not the, just not ATVs. All right. So One I, of the things that happens mm-hmm. when they set up a monument, they go in and immediately start closing off areas that they don't want people in. So this is good. All right. All right. All right, Ed. Thank you. Uh, back to the phones we go. Let's talk with uh, Francesca, I believe, in West Jordan. How are you? Welcome to the show. Thank you. How are you, Rod? I'm good. Thank you. Um, so I I don't think that ATVs should be, um, they shouldn't be accessible to them at all. First of all, they're not a regular road vehicle. That's mm-hmm. the first thing. Mm-hmm. Second of all, like a previous caller said, they don't have respect for, for other vehicles. They just do whatever they want. And at what point do we take nature into consideration and have a place that we can go where it's quiet? And you know they're not going to stay on those roads. They're going to push the envelope. They're going to go to the arches. They're going to do the things that I'm not saying all of them, but there are many that are not thoughtful and are going to. There are plenty of other places for them to ride and drive. They don't need to go there. Well, I'm kind of with um, you. I'm kind of with you. Yeah, I'm with you on the sense that, you know, I go to the national parks for some nice peace and quiet, and you aren't going to get those with right. ATVs and UTVs. Right. And, and look, I, I lived in Louisiana, and it's illegal to drive um, ATVs and UTVs on the levees. They did it anyway. There was actually a horrible accident and they're not supposed to drive at night. And there was a horrible accident, mm. and a woman was beheaded because he came up over the levee. She was walking on the levee, and he came up, didn't see her, and smacked. It was horrible. So, I mean, you don't. And at what point do we take nature into consideration and say, okay, you know what? This is your place to live. We're going to leave you alone. We'd like to enjoy and visit you, you know, but we're not going to. Why do we have to encroach? 
humans, like our things, our toys everywhere. Can we just go there just to enjoy the area? I remember when I went, I was in sixth grade, I went to sixth grade camp, and I remember a counselor took us on a hike, and we sat on the, on the side of a hill, and the counselor told us, just be quiet for a moment and listen. And then after we lay there for about 10 minutes, he, he said to us, okay, this is probably the last time you'll ever get the opportunity <laughs> to just hear silence. Uh, interesting. All right, Francesca, thank you very much. One more call in Hooper. Let's talk with Andrea. Andrea, how are you, and welcome to the show. Hi, Rod. How are you doing? I'm doing well. Thank you. Well, I'd like to um, come down on the side of ATVs being allowed into the national park. Uh, there are a few items that I wanted to talk about. One is that there are parks like Canyonlands that have many, many miles of gravel roads. Now, Jeeps can go on those roads, and motorcycles can go on those roads, so it doesn't make any sense that ATVs wouldn't be allowed on those same roads. And as far as noise goes, have you ever been in a national park when a whole bunch of Harleys comes up and parks in the parking area? <laughs> oh, yeah. You talk about noise. Oh, my gosh. It's ear-splitting. It makes far more noise than ATVs do. So, you know, if noise is a relative thing, then they ought to ban those really loud motorcycles from the national parks. Andrea, but yeah, beyond I, that, yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry, I interrupted you. Go ahead. I'm, I, I'm the vice president of a, the largest ATV club in northern Utah, and we are mostly older folks. Now, I can't speak for the younger folks. There are some of them that are obviously disrespectful of the landscape, and if they do things that they're not supposed to, they'll be caught and punished. But the national parks in Utah have uh, a, a number of things going against them for ATV use. For one thing, the ones that are ones that are all paved roads, like for instance Zion, mm -hmm. those are really not very conducive to riding your ATV in. For one thing, you want to go in the hot season, you're going to just bake to death. You'd be much better yeah. off in your nice, air-conditioned, comfortable car. Yeah. Secondly, they are far from population centers. And if you wanted to drive your ATV there, you're going to have to try to trailer it someplace and find a parking spot. And with the congestion that there already is in these parks, it's going to be very difficult to find a place to park. And you are not going to drive your ATV from St. George all the way over to Zion because no, that <laughs> wears down your tires. Yeah. Those tires are not meant to be ridden on asphalt, and they wear down very quickly. Unless you like to buy tires pretty frequently, it's not that practical to ride over there. No. So I think what, what ATV use you do, do see in national parks is going to be in the more remote ones like Capitol Reef and Canyonlands National Park. Yeah. And um, I think that it's going to be relatively rare to see them on any of the paved roads there. Even though we've got uh, permission to ride street legal, legal vehicles here in, in Utah, up in the Ogden area where I live, um, I can drive to work five days a week and never see an ATV on any of the main roads. Yeah. They're just not ridden around. People don't ride them to go to the grocery store and do their errands. And I don't think they're going to be riding them around Arches National Park. Uh, they may be riding on some of the, the back roads that are gravel, but they're, they're not practical to yeah. ride on asphalt. Yeah. And 95% yeah. of the, the tourists who go to the national parks are going to stay on asphalt. They're not, there's not that many of them. They're going to be hiking on the gravel roads. The ones that are hiking yeah, yeah. are going to be hiking on hiking trails yeah, yeah. far from the road. So I don't really see a conflict there. All right, Andrea, by the way, uh, last couple of years, my wife and I have been able to take a side-by-side -side ride. They are a ball. All I can tell you is it, they are absolutely fantastic to get on one of those things and get in the backcountry. 
it's just delightful. It is really a lot of fun. It, it is. It's a lot of fun, and, it, and it's a handicapped access issue, too. We have many people in our club could never hike or walk into the mm-hmm, backcountry. Mm-hmm. And I think they have the same right to see those beautiful parks they as do. people who are able-bodied and can hike and go backpacking for 20 miles. Yeah, they sure do. All right, Andrea, thank you, Andrea from Harper. All right, more coming up on the Rod Arquette Show and Utah's Talk Radio 105.9 KNRS. Listen, and you'll know, how's your financial planning coming? How about your uh, retirement years? It could be just around the corner, could be several years away. Have you thought about what it is going to take for you to retire and really enjoy the lifestyle that you want to when it comes to your retirement? Well, that's where Trajan Wealth can come in and help you out. What they will do with you, they will work with you on a one-on-one basis and speak to you in very, very plain English so that you can create an income plan for your retirement. Now, that plan will include all kinds of strategies, including, okay, what to draw, where do I draw it from, and when. All are important strategies, and Trajan Wealth can help you. For instance, at what age should you start drawing Social Security? It depends on your age. It depends on everybody. It's not the same for everybody. They can come up with the answers for you and design a plan just for you. So what are you waiting for? Why not reach out to Trajan Wealth today? Give them a call. They have an office locally at 801-899-7600. That's 801-899-7600. And find out what Trajan Wealth can do for you to give you that peace of mind so you can relax and not have to worry about money when you retire. Give them a call today. Trajan Wealth, 801-899. iHeartRadio app. Radio, music, podcasts, all free. Free never sounded better. Download the iHeartRadio app today. Rod Arquette Show on Talk Radio 105.9 KNRS. Final half hour of the Rod Arquette Show with you on this Monday. Ready for a full week. Good to be back with you after a great, great weekend. My brief trip to Washington. What a nutty town that is, by the way. They are so consumed by politics. It just it just cracks me up back there. Um, all right. Um, Dave Ramsey coming your way at the top of the hour. And Dave will be with you right up until 10 o'clock tonight. Now, while I was out of town, there was a new program that was unveiled uh, by defense attorneys here in the city and Salt Lake County District Attorney Sim Gill. Under the plan, more than 12,000 people who were convicted of drug offenses could now have an easier time expunging their records. We spoke earlier today on our newsmaker line with Sim Gill, the Salt Lake County DA, about this, and I asked him first of all why this why, why this reform and why this reform is so important. Well, you know, one of the things, Rod, is Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky. Lucky in line at the deli, I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. That, uh, uh, you know, our notion of criminal justice system is based on the idea of rehabilitation that uh, once you sort of pay your debt to society, uh, once you've been held accountable, that uh, at the end of that, we welcome you back into a community of citizens and you uh, are going to be a, a productive member of society. The, the, when it comes to sort of the, uh, criminal convictions, criminal convictions are a modern-day scarlet letter uh, and, uh, and they have huge collateral consequences. 
especially when it is for uh, low-level offenses and especially drug-related uh, offenses, which we now know are substance abuse disorders as a public health issue, where we can get a better return of investment for our taxpayers. So what ends up happening is people who end up with these uh, um, drug offenders who pay their uh, uh, debt to society, they end up with collateral consequences of not being able to get employed when 90% of the people who do uh, do background checks, they can't get housing because of criminal checks. They can't get access to student loans or educational opportunities. And also, when you look at that lost economic opportunity, has a collateral and cascading impact on intergenerational poverty, on the next mm-hmm. generation, where the return on investment is much better for us by giving people an opportunity uh, to expunge those records uh, especially for low-level offenses. Um, and, Rob, so what we did is we looked at uh, almost 100,000 records from 2015 to 1997, and we identified about 14,000 cases or about 12,500 individuals who, consistent with our clean state law that our legislature passed, uh, that they, uh, we focused only on drug-related offenses. And let me assure everybody out there, if you had a... Uh, a a person-on-person crime, a a violent crime, weapons offenses, sexual battery, lewdness, or DUIs or domestic violence, you did not get the benefit Mm -hmm. of this this, uh, uh, opportunity. Mm -hmm. And what we really did is we reduced by one step their uh, final conviction or by two steps in certain circumstances, and that just gives them a leg up to go through the uh, expungement process on a, uh, on a way where they can at least get some control over their lives. So by the sounds of it, what, what is being attempted here, Sim, is to give these low-level uh, offenders in drug cases a clean slate because they're being held back by having a record and people may not want to hire them. They may not be able to get the benefits they need. Is that basic? I mean, if you really put it down to basics, isn't that what, we're do- or try- what you're trying to do here? Yeah. Yeah, it, it, yes, in a, yes, we are, because what we're trying to say is that when you, what does it mean to pay your debt to society? And especially when our notion of fairness in our criminal justice system, Rod, is based on the idea of proportionality. So, so for example, our legislature, for example, declassified uh, a, a simple possession from a third-degree felony to a Class A misdemeanor. Now, if you, if you happen to be somebody who, who was convicted in 2012, You've got a felony, but if somebody was convicted, let's say, in uh, 2016 or 2017, they have a Class A misdemeanor. So you can see there's an inequity there. So my goal is to make sure that the benefits to our citizens is equalized uh, in, in that outcome. Then the second part is, is that the proportionality and fairness uh, argument really is weak when we have years and years after that you're paying for the consequences of, of uh, after you paid your debt to society and its intergenerational impact, which studies show that if you can't get a, a job, if you can't get a place to live at, if you, if you can't have any educational opportunities, then that is the population that goes back and reoffends. And so for dollar for dollar for our taxpayers, it's a better re- uh, return on investment to live up to our promise rehabilitation, and those who have earned their way to give them an opportunity to become responsible citizens again. Uh, Sim, let me ask you, what do you do about an employer out there who hires an individual, 
uh, because he has a clean record now, but somehow finds out that he does have uh, criminal activity. He served some time. He was penalized for a drug offense, he or she, and that employer is uncomfortable with that now. What do you, what do you do in a case like that? Well, you know, again, uh, we're not doing anything more different than what our system already uh, allows people to do. So, for example, these aren't uh, uh, felons who are out there committing person-on-person crimes. These are not people who are sex offenders or, uh, or violent offenders. Uh, and so what happens is that our system recognizes that if you get a one-step or two-step reduction, there is a pathway to expungement. Uh, and so what I would say to that person is uh, you should judge that person based on their performance. You should judge them on their qualifications, if they're a good employee, uh, and, uh, and that's really what you should be doing as any, employ- uh, as, as any employer. But if you're simply not charging somebody because they had a substance abuse disorder, which is a physical health issue, and that's the reason you're not, otherwise they would have been a great employer, uh, you know, uh, employee, excuse me, uh, then you're really shortchanging yourself of a quality person, and we're actually kind of uh, continuing to punish somebody for years and years mm-hmm. after. And mm-hmm. that is really that uh, uh, proportionality in, uh, of punishment, which really is the hallmark of our uh, notion of fairness in our criminal justice system. You've got 12,334 people with more, nearly 14,000 cases, Sim. How long is it going to take to get through all of this? Well, you know, you know we're working through uh, with the courts, but remember, uh, Rod, we looked at almost 100,000 cases to begin with. So, <coughs> you know, we're trying to uh, expedite that. We're trying to get that. And we've got November 1, our expungement day, which is going to be at the state bar. And this is really consistent with the public policy direction that our legislature is uh, also coming forward. They're starting to recognize that the barriers to reentry are all these other uh, uh, aspects. And if we can help people, which they have earned, so this is not like a free handout. This is about within the structure that we already have that we're, we're really going to be benefit, benefiting from it. And the families, the economic opportunities that they may be able to take, the next generation of poverty and recidivism might be impacted as well, Rod. All right. On our newsmaker line, Sim Gill talking with Sim, the Salt Lake County DA, about the county reducing the penalties for nearly 14,000 drug cases. All right. More coming up on the Rod Arquette Show and Utah's Talk Radio, 105.9 KNRS. Listen, and you'll know our final chance to talk with Mike Wilson. We always have fun with Mike when he's here for many hour services. <laughs> he's looking and smiling at me right now. They do electrical, plumbing, heating, and air. I tell you what, Mike, it is great to have you here. Cold weather. The furnace went on at our house last night. I don't know about yours, but I imagine a lot of furnaces went on either this morning or last night. Well, I'm still enjoying the weather. This is the time of year when I like to open the window. and so You're the, nuts. I, I am. It was 37 out last night. I like that. Oh, wow. My wife, I, I got her a heating blanket for Christmas <laughs> one year. <laughs> All right, let's talk about furnace tune-ups. Yes. What do you want to know? Well, whatever you'd like to share with people, the importance of furnace tune-ups. You well, can tell this is the last one. We're getting a little Yeah, loopy. we're getting a little loosey-loosey there. Um, well, here's the thing. Uh, a lot of people want to know what it includes. And so uh, we, we go through all of the major mechanical functions of the furnace, the ignition sequence, uh, combustion gas, airflow, the heat distribution. If you've got a humidifier, we want to make sure that that's working properly. Uh, filtration. If there's some things that can, or there's some cleanings that happen, if there's some adjustments that can be made, we make those adjustments. Uh, we 
perform what we call a heating ability test where we crank it up to simulate how it's going to perform on a really cold night so that if there is anything that's going to show signs of going out, we can identify those early, document everything we find, and and have a conversation with you. All right. You've got a great deal. We've been talking about it all day today. People have got uh, 12 minutes to go, Mike. Yes. On what deal? Well, and speaking of those 12 minutes, I actually was on the phone. We've had so many people calling <laughs> calling in <laughs> that, like, if you're having trouble getting through, be patient, keep trying. We are actually going to keep the phones open until we get back with everyone or okay. until we answer all of the calls. So all you got to do is call. We're doing our 29-point preseason first tune-up. It includes all of the things I mentioned earlier. We leave you with a full written report, normally $99 to have this done it's well worth it at that but knrs listeners aren't going to pay 99 bucks the rod squad's going to lock in a 70 dollars savings and get it done for only 29 dollars. the only catch you got to call tonight sometime tonight right. we'll get back to you but you got to call to lock in that 70 dollars savings schedule for whenever it's convenient for you you really keep the windows open huh I do. You're nuts, man. You're crazy. All right. Great offer. My wife is threatening to put me in a different room. (laughs) Great offer tonight for many hour services. Mike said a 29-point preseason furnace tune-up, usually $99, but if you call tonight, it's only $29. They've got operators standing by, so give any hour services a call right now. 801-443-7400. And say the keyword retirement help for a free visit with Decker Retirement Planning to learn more. Must be 55 years or older and have at least $300,000 of investable assets to qualify. All right, final few minutes of the Rod Arquette Show here on Utah's Talk Radio, 105.9 KNRS. Listen, and you'll know, always great to be with you on a Monday. You know, I've mentioned this before. This love-hate relationship I have with Bill Maher from HBO and the show he does every Friday. I mean, Bill Maher and I, you know, know, Bill Maher is an atheist or agnostic. He's one of those things. He doesn't believe in God. That's fine. That's up to him. You know, and on many of his views, he's way, way out there to the left. But he's not afraid occasionally to call the left out when he thinks it is, you know, they're just doing something wrong. Now, on Friday's show, as a matter of fact, he even got after Rachel Maddow. Now, Rachel is the queen of MSNBC. But he basically said on the show on Friday that uh, Maddow would be freaking out if, um, if Trump's son sat on the board of a Ukrainian oil company or gas company like Joe Biden's son did Hunter making what I think they say 50 to 60 thousand dollars a month how do you live on 50 to 60 thousand dollars a month it's just got to be hard I mean I'm surprised Hunter Biden got by on all of that but on his show um uh his HBO show on Friday uh Mar went after Rachel Maddow but he also went after the children of politicians listen to what he had to say why can't politicians tell their kids get a job it's too swampy. get a I mean, this kid, this kid was paid $600,000 because his name is Biden by a gas company in Ukraine, this super corrupt country that just had a revolution to get rid of corruption. It just looks bad. And the Republicans are geniuses at muddying the water. Just to know, it's all going to be about you did this in Ukraine. Well, Joe Biden did this. (laughs) Politicians, kids. Get a job. Now, one other thing. You know, we have a, uh, we're working, and I think the city and this county and the state have made some progress, so to speak, when it comes to the homeless population, even though I hear from a lot of you that around Pioneer Park is not as great as it's cracked up to be. I don't go down there enough to know. But someone in San Francisco, which has a serious homeless problem, like Seattle, 
like Los Angeles, okay? Well, someone in San Francisco decided to come up with this brilliant idea. What they did in San Francisco was they took very large boulders, okay? And they put them in the middle of the sidewalk, very large boulders. They put them in the middle of sidewalks so that homeless people wouldn't sleep on the sidewalks. <laughs> okay? Brilliant idea. Let's put these big boulders in the middle of a sidewalk, and guess what? Homeless people will not sleep on them. Okay? That was the idea. That's one idea coming out of the brilliant community of San Francisco. Well, guess what happened? Less than 24 hours later, after the boulders were placed on the sidewalk to keep homeless people from sleeping on them, overnight, someone mysteriously rolled them into the street. <laughs> so here a motorist... Coming down the road going, uh, there's a boulder in the middle of the lane. you got to go around it. So, you know, San Francisco, a brilliant idea. Let's just put boulders on the sidewalk. The homeless people won't sleep there if there's a boulder there. They haven't got enough room to get real comfy. Um, so we'll put boulders there. And the homeless people said, you want to make a bet? You watch us. We're going to roll the boulders away. And that's exactly what they have done. All right, uh, busy day tomorrow again. We got we'll, we'll keep you up to date every day on what's going on with this impeachment process. Obviously, the Democrats are trying to fast track this as much as they can, possibly get it a conclusion to this by the end of the year, because they certainly do not want it to overshadow the run for the White House in 2020. All right, that does it for us tonight. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.